I'd like us to recall last weekend's gospel before we commence our reflection on this weekend's gospel to really put it into context, to contrast two principles. In our gospel last weekend, Peter was in a boat with the other apostles. They're in the boat. It's a stormy day. They're fearful that maybe something bad's going to happen. Jesus comes, he walks to them on the water, and he says, take courage, do not be afraid, it is I. And then Peter says, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come to you, command me to walk on water. So Jesus does, he summons him, he gets out of the boat, begins walking on water, but as he gets out a little way, he begins to sink because he begins to doubt. He loses faith in a certain sense. And what did Jesus say to him? O you of little faith. Contrast that to the woman of today's gospel, this Canaanite woman, who Jesus says, O woman, great is your faith. That Peter, the first pope, the apostle who next weekend in our gospel is going to profess the divinity of Christ, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, that his faith weakened at one moment, deepens and deepens after each encounter with Christ as he comes to know his mercy. And then this woman, persistent in her prayer, O woman, great is your faith, Jesus says to her. This notion of faith, I think that maybe there are a few different questions that we could reflect upon this weekend around the idea of faith. Maybe the first question is, How do you define faith? What is faith? What does that mean, faith? Maybe the second is, what do we believe in? What do we give our faith to in this religious sense? And thirdly, why is it that some people don't believe? Why do people lose faith? Why do people have a crisis of faith? What is faith? How do we define it? How do you define it? Maybe that's something to think about today. The letter to the Hebrews, that author says, Faith is assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Faith is believing in that which is invisible, things that aren't as tangible as we would like, but yet we hear it and we believe it. We give our faith to it. Faith is a gift of God a supernatural virtue infused by God at baptism. In the rosary, when we pray the rosary, commonly people will say before the first three Hail Marys of the rosary, for an increase of faith, hope, and charity. Faith is a gift of God infused by God, and so as he gives us that gift of faith, we ask him to increase faith in each one of us. Another definition of faith I encountered was believing is an act of the intellect, assenting to the divine truth by the grace of God. That some people come to belief and faith in God by exercising their mind, by reading, and God gives them the grace to find that truth. There's a new movie that's going to be coming out in theaters, maybe, August 28th, or at least available on demand. I was able to attend a advanced screening of it. It's the movie Fatima. 
tells the story of these three shepherd children who in 1917 had apparitions of the Queen of the Holy Rosary. And every apparition, Mary said, pray the rosary every day for peace in the world. In the film, Sister Lucia, one of the women, or one of the children who saw the Blessed Virgin, she's dialoguing with this journalist. The journalist probably doesn't believe in God, is an agnostic at best, and he asks Sister Lucia, what is faith? Sister Lucia in the movie says, faith is the search for truth, believing in the one who is truth, as Jesus says, that he is truth. What is faith? As we define faith and realize that it's belief, as we know, in something invisible, something supernatural given to us by God, well, what do we believe in, fellow Christians? In a few moments, we'll profess the creed, the Apostles' Creed. We'll say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins. When we say that, well, this is what we believe. This is what we give our faith to. It's the acting of our intellect of saying, I believe in God, who is one yet three, who is Father, Son, and Spirit. I believe in the sacred scriptures. I give my faith to the word of God that we've heard at Mass today, that even though these books are centuries upon centuries old, that we believe that what happened and what is proclaimed in them truly did occur. And so we give our faith to the scriptures and to Jesus' teachings in the gospel. We believe in the Eucharist. It's why we come to Mass. We believe that on the altar today, the Lord God will come present to us under the form of bread and wine, becoming truly his body and blood, soul, and divinity as Jesus instituted the Last Supper, the Eucharist at the Last Supper. Perhaps, too, we believe in the forces of good and evil. We see evil a little bit in our gospel today. The Canaanite woman comes to Jesus and says, my daughter is possessed by a demon. The forces of good and evil, of angels and demons, these are things we probably believe in. We believe that we have faith in the fact that we have a guardian angel given to us by God at the moment of our being. We believe every time we have faith that every time we go to confession that God forgives us of our sins. We believe and have faith that this life isn't all that there is, that there's something more, something even better that awaits us in the kingdom of heaven, that we believe in eternal life and in that promise that Jesus has given us. These are the invisible realities of things that we believe in, that we have conviction of things not seen, maybe because we've experienced it in some degree. So what is faith? If we know what faith is, if we know what we believe in, why is it then that some people decide, I don't believe in this anymore. I can't believe in this God that you talk about. Maybe a few responses, maybe the top three I can think of. The first, we see it kind of with the woman of the gospel. Imagine, imagine if she kept persevering in prayer and Jesus kept saying, no, no, no. But maybe that's the reason why some people don't believe. 
that they kept asking God for something in prayer, for a loved one or for some grace in their life. They kept praying day after day, day after day, year after year. And maybe they don't believe any longer because they don't believe that God hears their prayers, that God hasn't listened to their cry. And so they abandon faith. They no longer believe. Could be too, I think, that sometimes an individual who has something bad that happens to them, a tragic accident in their life, the tragic death of someone they loved, it's a reason why some people don't believe. How could a good and loving God allow this suffering in the life of my family or in my own life? And so because of it, they abandon faith, they no longer believe. Also, too, I think, especially in our contemporary age, science and reason wins out over faith, that we want something empirical, something that we can really see. But yet, Holy, our Holy Father, St. Pope John Paul II, wrote a whole encyclical a writing on faith and reason and how the two work together. Bishop Barron works to show how faith and reason get along and work together. These are probably reasons why some people don't believe, and maybe someone out there tonight even has that experience themselves. But what is it then, if we know what faith is, if we know what it is that we believe in or ought to believe in, and why we might not believe, well, how can we respond to that? Well, we can have faith in the words of Jesus, who tells us in the Gospels, ask and you shall receive. So maybe tonight we ask the Lord to increase our faith, that he might give us a great faith like this Canaanite woman, that he might remove all doubt from our mind. This is what we ask for tonight, so that we might not be like Peter, who last week was told, oh, you of little faith, but that when we enter the gates of heaven, Jesus might say to each one of us, O you of great faith.